once again, we return to the Chaitanya Charitamrita. You know, there are two ways to look at Krishna. One can look at Krishna from this material world where we uh, are undergoing so many things and then we turn to Krishna again and again for courage, for shelter, for strength, for, for mercy, for so many things. Or we can look at Krishna from the platform of the soul and from our constitutional position of being the eternal servant of Krishna. And being the eternal servant of Krishna means being the eternal servant of Krishna in his his own eternal situation. After all, the material world is not a place that Krishna desires. The material world is a temporary place, and it's not that Krishna comes here uh, to dwell here for some time. Krishna, whatever manifests here for himself, he does so out of his causeless mercy, because he is fully satisfied in his eternal pastimes and his spiritual life. So, the liberated soul, even when in this material body of Jivan Mukta, is established in his eternal identity in the spiritual world, and therefore is seeing Krishna from that perspective. And, and such a devotee is like a parisat, a resident of the spiritual world who resides with Krishna. From that platform, we look down upon the material world as well, whatever's going on, and we try to, uh, to just bring transcendental uh, energy, transcendental sabda, transcendental sound into this material realm. So that is how I want to approach my studies of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, of immersing ourselves in that eternal reality. Therefore, I'm not going to give engaged lectures, lectures that engage with the conditions on the planet. Rather, I simply want to focus and immerse ourselves in the transcendental reality uh, of Lord Chaitanya and his associates. Today, we are reading from the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, Anchalila, Chapter 4, Sanatana Goswami, This is the Way. A quick introduction. Uh, Sanatana Goswami had traveled from Vrindavan through the forest of Jagikanda. And in the course of traveling through the forest, he had experienced um, he had experienced drinking bad water and as a result he had contracted a disease and the disease was manifesting in oozing sores all over his body. So naturally he felt very uncomfortable. As he arrived, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu informed him that his brother Rupa Goswami had just left ten days ago on his way to Bengal. And then he also informs him about their younger brother, Balaba, uh, who has Gangatira, who has attained the Ganga, who has left this body. And uh, and he's also explained. Uh, then Sanatana Goswami is saying something about Balaba. And he's saying that Balaba was a great devotee of Lord Ramachandra. And that actually his brothers, both being devotees of Krishna, had 
told him that he should dedicate his life to Krishna and that he should chant the Krishna mantra. cannot give up my Lord Raghunath. Um, so Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said in response to that, there was a similar incident concerning Rai Bhutta. Formerly I examined him and his determination was similar. Glorious is that devotee who does not give up the shelter of his Lord and glorious is that Lord who doesn't abandon his servant. If by chance servant falls down and goes somewhere else, glorious is that master who captures him and brings him back by the hair. It is very good that you have arrived here. Now stay in this room with Haridas Thakur. Both of you are expert in understanding the mellows of Lord Krishna's devotional service. Therefore, you should both continue relishing the taste of such activities and chanting Hare Krishna, Mahamantra. Having said this, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu got up and left, and to Govinda, he sent prasadam for them to eat. In this way, Sanatana Goswami stayed under the care of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He could see the wheel on the pinnacle of the Jagannath temple and offer respectful obeisances. Every day, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would go there to meet these two stalwart devotees and discuss topics of Krishna with them for some time. The offerings of prasadam in the temple of Lord Jagannath were of the highest quality. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would bring this prasadam and deliver it to the two devotees. One day, when the Lord came to meet them, he suddenly began speaking to Sanatana Goswami. My dear Sanatana, he said, if I could attain Krishna by committing suicide, I would certainly give up millions of bodies without a moment's hesitation. You should know that one cannot attain Krishna simply by giving up the body. Krishna is attainable by devotional service. There's no other means for attaining him. Acts such as suicide are influenced by the mode of ignorance. And in ignorance and passion, one cannot understand who Krishna is. Unless one discharges devotional service, one cannot awaken one's dormant love for Krishna, and there is no means for attaining him other than awakening that dormant love. So in this portion of the Chaitanya uh, Charitamrita, we're dealing with the situation where Sanatana Goswami, due to those sores that he had contracted, he was thinking, my body has become totally useless. He was thinking that how can I even be in Jagannath Puri when I am going to tell someone to stop knocking on the door. What do you think about that? You cannot see the camera? Okay. I don't know how to fix it. Just adjust that you can see me. Yeah, I don't know anything. I'm not an just look, 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 look. Can you see me or not? No, I see me. Yeah. Yeah. No. Now it's okay. Yeah. Now just the volume. Yeah, but I don't know how to do that. I don't know the phone. I think that may work. Okay. Okay, everyone, there seemed to be a little technical glitch, but uh, Rukmini has come and fixed it, apparently, because uh, I don't know how to use this, uh, this phone. Anyway, I'll go back to where I was. Um, I'm discussing how Sanatana Goswami had contracted uh, sores, oozing sores, while traveling to Jarikanda uh, on the way to Jarikanda.
Shlagin at Puri, and then Sanatana Goswami uh, was thinking he was very contaminated, and that uh, therefore, how could he walk around in a body like this? He would just be a walking offense in, in touching the bodies of the Vaishnavas, uh, the Pujaris of Lord Jagannath, and he's just thinking, I'll just give up this body uh, at the time of Rati Yatra, I will jump under the wheel of the cart. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, My dear Sanatana, if I could attain Krishna by committing suicide, I would certainly give up millions of bodies without a moment's hesitation. You should know that one cannot attain Krishna simply by giving up the body. Krishna is attainable by devotional service. There's no other means for attaining him. Acts such as suicide are influenced by the mode of ignorance, and in ignorance and passion one cannot understand who Krishna is. Unless one discharges devotional service, one cannot awaken one's dormant love for Krishna, and there is no means for attaining him other than awakening that dormant love. So, in this way, Sanatana Goswami uh, was told by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that he did not appreciate his, uh, his attempt to, to commit suicide. So it's important because sometimes it does come up uh, that devotees are thinking like this. I, I know some, some people uh, who have come to, to this idea that I'll just give up this body. But that, and, and then, yes, and then under the, under the wheel of the chariot of Jagannath. Uh, that is perfect. But Lord Chaitanya did not approve of that. Uh, it, it is said that those who die under the wheel of Lord Jagannath will attain the spiritual world. But not that one should jump under the wheel of the chariot of Lord Jagannath. There would be an accident, that would be another thing. But to jump under the wheel, no question. Uh, suicide is, is at all times uh, condemned. see that earlier as the pastime of uh, Chota Haridas and that Chota Haridas was a fallen sannyasi and that he drowned himself in the Triveni in, near Prayag because it is said that this is what a fallen sannyasi according to scripture is supposed to do. Now first of all a sannyasi is not an ordinary person in a unique position and has a very, very great responsibility. Um, so it is a different case and doesn't set a standard for everyone. And second of all, Srila uh, Prabhupada did not recommend that for anyone who would fall down from sannyas in this age uh, due to the fact that people are weak in this age, even, even a sannyasi is not recommended to give up his life, but rather to take up another ashram and continue his devotional service. Devotional service always supersedes a position of ashram. Any position in Vaina ashram is ultimately supportive of devotional service. Uh, devotional service is Atapum Virjita Sista Vainashram Divanta. It is said that this devotional service, if it is not Sansidir Hari Persona, if it is not for the pleasure of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, then it doesn't have much much merit. 
devotional service is the ultimate criteria and is the means for attaining the supreme light, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said. Unless one discharges devotional service, one cannot awaken one's dormant love for Krishna. And there is no means for attaining him other than awakening that dormant love. Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna said, My dear Uddhava, neither through Astanga Yoga can you speak yoga system for controlling the senses, nor through impersonal monism or analytical study of the absolute truth, nor through the study of the Vedas, nor through austerities, charity, or acceptance of sannyas can one satisfy me as much as by developing unalloyed devotional service to you. This verse is from Srimad Bhagavatam 11.14. So ashram is always secondary to, to devotional service. And somehow or other, we take up um, devotional service. And that is what is, is important. Um, measures like suicide are causes for sin, a devotee never achieves shelter at Krishna's lotus feet. Have sex questions. Um, at the same time, we see some, some funny uh, element coming in in devotees who are in the topmost uh, state of love of God. Uh, because it says, because of feelings of separation from Krishna, an exalted devotee sometimes wants to give up his life. By such ecstatic love, however, one attains the audience of Krishna. At that time, he cannot give up his body. One who is deeply in love with Krishna cannot tolerate separation from the Lord. Therefore, such a devotee always desires his own death. Well, so sometimes devotees might think, well, oh, I just, when they are in pain, then they might not be able to bear the separation from Krishna, to bear the separation from devotional service. But then Krishna will surely manifest himself. In our case, of course, we are not such devotees. We are devotees who are somehow or other uh, have to make a conscious effort to apply ourselves to devotional service. So here we are sadhikas. Those who are trying to cultivate devotional service, looking at the parisat, at the eternal associates of the Lord, and looking at them and at their incredible dedication, uh, who cannot tolerate a moment of separation from the Lord, who will have very deep uh, emotions, the idea that his, the sores on his body would separate him from the Lord was just too much for him. So I'll skip a few verses. And, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told Sanatana Goswami, give up all your nonsensical desires for the unfavorable for getting shelter at the lotus feet of Krishna. Engage yourself in chanting and hearing. Then you will soon achieve the shelter of Krishna without a doubt. So this verse is something we can can hang on the wall. Right? Give up all your nonsensical desires for the unfavorable for getting shelter at the lotus feet of Krishna. Engage yourself in chanting and hearing. Then you will soon achieve the shelter of Krishna without a doubt. Then comes up a, a very famous poem. Um, Sanatana Goswami concludes, Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who knows everything, past, present and future, has forbidden me to commit suicide. He then fell down, touching the lotus feet of the Lord, and spoke to him as follows, My Lord, you are the omniscient, merciful, independent, supreme Lord, exactly like an instrument of words. 
I dance as you make me do so. I'm lowborn, indeed, I'm the lowest, I'm condemned, for I have all the characteristics of a sinful man. If you keep me alive, what will be the profit? Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Your body is my property. You have already surrendered unto me. Therefore, you no longer have any claim to your body. So this is like a very uh, important verse in the whole chapter. Um, I would put a, a red box around this, this verse and highlight it as one of the main verses in the chapter. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Your body is my property. You have already surrendered unto me. Therefore, you no longer have any claim to your body. Now that is very interesting because uh, the... Um, Surrender means exactly that. So even when, when we haven't fully surrendered internally, the time when we externally surrendered, surrender and say, Krishna, I am yours, at that time, this applies. Therefore, at the time of initiation, this particular time where we are giving away our body, we are giving away everything we have when we are surrendering to the spiritual master. At that time, we are surrendering mind, body, and words to Krishna. And we are becoming the property of Krishna and of his representative, the spiritual master. So Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Your body is my property. You have already surrendered unto me. Therefore, you no longer have any claim to your body. So, in this way, Srila Prabhupada would say, please give me, give me one life. Just give me this life. And rather than using our own body for our own ideas, our own mind for making our own plans, let us just look at what is the plan spiritual master. What is the plan of the Supreme Personality of Godhead? The plan of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is very clear because he appears uh, for Kalaur Tadhari Kirtanas. He appears in this age of Kali to establish the Yuga Dharma, the chanting of, uh, of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra all over the world. Uh, at the time of his appearance, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was, uh, it was, a, was an eclipse of the moon and there was chanting going on everywhere to ward off the auspicious, the inauspicious influence of, of Rahu and, and therefore the whole world was vibrating with the holy name and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared at that time uh, because that was his mission. Therefore, we know the plan of the Lord. And the plan of the spiritual master is a plan that exists within the greater plan of the Supreme Lord. The spiritual master is trying to uh, somehow or other uh, fulfill that mission of the Supreme Lord according to Kaladeja Patra. Uh, so, he will preach somehow or other about the glories of healing and chanting, about the glories of Harinam Sankirtan. Now how that Harinam Sankirtan is performed, that is, is a little bit different according to time, place and circumstance. We see that Srila Bhakti Siddhanta stood next to the printing press and uh, the way these printing presses work, it's like there is a wheel turning and then there's a plate with a text written on it and then boom it is pressed down with uh, it, it makes a beating noise so boom boom 
Robin Painter's maybe um, different different, but at the time she the book was about the painter Jeff Whitehead. And therefore it sounded like a big drum. And therefore Shiva Bhaktisiddhanta referred to it as the Brihat Medanga, the great drum. And he said that this Brihat Medanga will reach much further than the regular Medanga. So in this way, he saw the printing press as the means of, uh, of Sankirtan. Srila uh, Prabhupada uh, made the first vinyl record and uh, had a recording of the holy name, which, uh, which then uh, reached George Harrison, who listened to it, actually. And later, George Harrison, with the devotees, they made another recording of the holy name, which came up in the, uh, in the top of the pops. Okay? Uh, even that early record in New York, Brahmanandas speaking about it, how it had been played on one radio station the entire night. Someone, the radio presenter, was so impressed by the, by the, by the transcendental influence that he just played it on the radio the whole night. So you cannot imagine the effect. Some have argued, how can, can a recording count as the sound, as, as the sound vibration of the mantra. Prabhupada also gave Gayatri mantra through a tape recording. Some have also said, how can this be bona fide? It must be spoken in the ear. Uh, but the recording in the Bhagavatam, uh, we find that uh, we find that Sukadev Goswami had left Yasadeva calling out and the trees echo the sound of of the of the voice of Yas of Yas and they were also calling out for their sons. And uh, in the same way Haridas Tapu and Chaitanya Charitamrita is saying that the when Lord Chaitanya asked him, how will the immovable living entities such as trees the Stavara, how will they be delivered? And again, Haridas is explaining, it is through the echo. The echo from those trees is like the chanting of the trees. So a recording is an echo. There's an original sound, and then by some process, there's an echo for final, so completely bona fide. And Prabhupada used it. Uh, so in this way, Kalade is a According to time, place, and circumstances, the Yuga Dharma may be performed in different ways. But somehow or other, it is our business to, uh, to spread the glories of Krishna. Uh, whether we do so by, by speech, whether we do so by kirtan, whether we do so uh, even by, by images, called the uh, paintings, uh, windows to the spiritual world, uh, and I often like to make that point that a um, that the windows that we are looking through, those are the are the paintings, and the paintings of Krishna's pastimes, they are the windows. In other words, these paintings of Krishna's pastimes are the reality. And what we see through the window is the illusion. So Sanatana Goswami had become overwhelmed by uh, the unfavorable condition of his body, which seemed to now be useless for devotional service. So, a devotee anyway doesn't value the material world very much. Um, we're thinking, what are we doing in this, in this place? Uh, we all are thinking about the spiritual world being, being the real place. 
but there's no artificial means for reaching there. We are in this material world, and by duty, we really must carry on here, even if we are burdened at times, greatly burdened, right? uh, even if we are suffering pains or are suffering, if we are greatly incapacitated, we just carry on with our devotional service, even when we are very ill, right? we chant, right? if, if it is still possible, right? if it is still possible. And then, as soon as there is some level of recovery and you can chant again, immediately resume. Immediately. And, but ideally, we never stop. That somehow or other, go on. So it is our duty in this material world to go on with our devotional service. Until, until the time comes that the Lord is satisfied and that we'll return back to the spiritual world. At that time, death is, is nothing major. When Guru Maharaj uh, left his body, death appeared before him, all the Vedas. Dhruva stepped on the head of death and saw, that, saw a Vaikuntha plane and stepped in the Vaikuntha plane. And in this way, death became simply favorable for going to the spiritual world. Prabhupada also said that death is like going to sleep and waking up in the spiritual world. So Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, your body is my property. You've already surrendered unto me, therefore you no longer have any claim to your body. Why should you want to destroy another's property? Can't you consider what is right and wrong? Your body is my principal instrument for executing many necessary functions. By your body I shall carry out many tasks. You shall have to ascertain the basic principle of a devotee, devotional service, love of Godhead, Vaishnav duties, and Vaishnav characteristics. So, Sanatana Goswami, of course, is a spiritual giant. Sanatana Goswami is one of the uh, principal instruments of pushing forward Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. But every devotee who is part of this Sankirtan movement can take this verse to heart. Um, when the Lord says, your body is my principal instrument for executing many necessary functions. By your body, I shall carry out many tasks. We should see like that, that we are, uh, that it is not just about our spiritual life and that this movement is a movement that offers us an opportunity to live a nice spiritual life. No, this movement is a movement made up of devotees, and these devotees are the carriers of the mercy of the Lord. And whether they are very big carriers like Sanatana Goswami or smaller carriers, that doesn't matter. But as carriers of the mercy of the Lord, each one has to do something in this world to, uh, to increase this ocean of sankirtan. Uh, to everyone has to be part of the yajna. It doesn't matter what our ashram is, whether we are sannyasi, brahmacharis, pranaprastas, or grihastas, it doesn't matter whether we have children, this or that. What are we doing to, um, to act as an instrument of the Lord? Now one might say, just living an exemplary Krishna conscious life as a family is also acting as an instrument of the Lord. Granted, granted, that is so. Nonetheless, 
you can still, as part of that, you can do something. You can, nowadays, anyone can, 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 uh, can be an author. Anyone can make a movie. Anyone can just speak. Anyone can share um, so many things with so many people. So, in this way, let us somehow uh, stretch this transcendental knowledge of devotional service to Krishna. And in this way, be an instrument of the Lord. Not just to do something but to do something to the maximum of our capacity. Like Sri Prabhupada was, uh, received the order of his spiritual master to preach Krishna consciousness in the English language. Well, okay, you know, he could have just uh, given a few lectures in English and said, well, okay, uh, did that, you know, and then done. Uh, of course, he knew that it would be, that it meant preach to the Western world. And but he took that to to preach to the entire world and to uh, to tirelessly preach and to leave no stone unturned. Uh, he just took every opportunity to somehow or other push forward Krishna consciousness uh, and giving the example to his last breath translating still on his deathbed just to show that devotional service just carries on as much as much as we can so that's that's important now Sanatana Goswami was given a special assignment you shall have to ascertain the basic principles of, of a devotee, devotional service, love of God, Vaishnav duties, and Vaishnav characteristics. Uh, basically, Sanatan Goswami was instructed to uh, to speak of uh, to write on Sadhana chart. Uh, Sanatan Goswami received the instructions of the Lord to write a book on the behavior of saintly persons and that became the Hari Bhakti Vilas uh, which was uh, compiled uh, by Sanatana uh, Goswami with the help of Gopal Bhakti Goswami who did a lot of research for, for the book and in this way uh, the Hari Bhakti Vilas is a book that describes uh, about the behavior of, of a Vaishnava and about principles of devotional service, how one cultivates love of God. You will also have to explain devotional service, establish centers for cultivation of love for Krishna, Excavate lost places of pilgrimage and teach people how to adopt the renounced order. So Sanatana Goswami was meant to write books, to establish places of worship, to excavate uh, lost places of pilgrimage, and Chakta Punamasesa Mandala Patishrinin Salat that these two brothers, Rupa and Sanatana, two of all all, uh, all opulence that they had gathered in this world and they just lived a very simple lifestyle just sleeping under a different tree every night eating very basic and simple um, like this Sanatana Goswami would also teach how to adopt the renounced order Lord Chaitanya says Matura Vrindavan is my own very dear abode. I want to do many things there to preach Krishna consciousness. So now we come to the importance of the Holy Dham. 
holy dawn is, is an arrangement of Krishna uh, of his causeless mercy uh, upon the uh, entire universe somehow or other by the Lord's transcendental potency uh, he places the tripat vibhuti the three-quarter three manifestation of the spiritual world in the ekapat vibhuti in the one-quarter manifestation of the material world and somehow or other uh, this Vrindavan Dham is, is no different from Golok and in that way uh, all the potency of Krishna is there uh, although Govardhan in the spiritual world is, is much bigger than the Govardhan that we have here in the material world is equally potent there is no difference Although the Govardhan Shila on our altar is also, uh, if not smaller than Govardhan Hill, there is no difference. Purport. I'll read the verse again. Mathura Vindavan is my, my own very dear abode. I want to do many things there to preach Krishna consciousness. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted to accomplish many purposes, the exegetical endeavors of, no, sorry, exegetical endeavors of Srila Sanatana Goswami. First, Sanatana Goswami compiled the book called Briyad Bhagavatam Lita to teach people how to become devotees, execute devotional service and attain love of Krishna. Second, he compiled the Hari Bhakti Vilas, wherein he collected authoritative scriptural injunctions regarding how a Vaishnava should behave. Right. Sanatana Goswami wrote this Briyad Bhagavatam Lita, which is like really such a nectarian book. Uh, it is a wonderful story and it is something uh, which has been translated in a very nice rendition by Gopi Parana Prabhu and it is not just a book worth reading it is a must it is, an, it is a very important book in our Sampradaya because it is Sanatana Goswami's uh, principal book along with the Hari Bhakti Vilas therefore we must read the Briyad Bhagavatam Lita. So, three very big volumes. Yes, but both very clear. Um, and if you have some days where you sit at home, uh, somehow or other, see if, if you can read the Briyad Bhagavatam Lita. Uh, and all I can say is that it is the greatest temple. Just, just amazing, amazing stories and realizations. It's wonderful. Only by the endeavors of Sri Sanatana Goswami were all the lost places of pilgrimage in the Vrindavan area excavated. He established Madhav Mahan, the first deity in the Vrindavan area, and by his personal behavior, he taught how one should act in the renounced order, completely devoted to the service of the Lord. By his personal example, he taught people how to stay in Vrindavan to execute devotional service. The principal mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was to preach Krishna consciousness. Mathura and Vrindavan are the abodes of Lord Krishna. Therefore, these two places are very dear to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and he wanted to develop their glories to Sanatana Goswami. So, at the beginning of today's presentation, my, uh, my phone wasn't working properly. So, I'll repeat, uh, I'll shortly summarize the first point I made. And uh, I said that we can relate to Krishna from two perspectives. 
we can relate to Krishna from the perspective of the material world, where we find ourselves in the material world and in these material bodies going through uh, whatever we go through in the material world. And But we are devotees and we are in the midst of, of life with its ups and downs, uh, chanting Hare Krishna engaging in devotional service. Or we can approach spiritual life from the spiritual world and seeing ourselves as a resident of the spiritual world who is at least internally, not physically at this stage, physically we may be here, but internally we can see ourselves actually my real home is there. I reside in the spiritual world. Real reality is the spiritual world. Material um, world is the world of the illusion. Remember, the paintings are the windows to the spiritual world and are showing us the reality. Remember, the windows are showing us the illusion of the material world. Material energy is not false, but still it is the illusory energy because it's temporary. And therefore, whatever relationships we develop with the material energy, they are actually not, uh, not genuine. They don't relate to, to the soul because everything just goes. All these relationships just, just disappear. Um, even with the material body that we currently have. So let us see, the, then we'll be discussing in this verse, we're discussing about Mathura Vrindavan is my own very dear abode. I want to do many things there to preach Krishna consciousness. So this abode of, of Krishna is, is helping us to, to go towards that consciousness that we are actually residents of the spiritual world. I have an example, which I try to show with my hands. Uh, it is the example of a step. Uh, now see, these are my two legs, uh, these fingers. Then, when I take a step, first, all the weight is on one leg. This is my material leg. Now I put my other leg over to take a step towards the spiritual world. As I'm taking my step, I move my leg forward, then I shift my weight onto that forward leg, and my back leg comes off the ground, and it goes forward, and then I throw that out, take another step, and I put it down, and then my back leg goes forward. So, as in the beginning, all my weight is on the material leg, Gradually, the weight will shift onto the spiritual leg. This is when we have become residents of the spiritual world. Even while residing here in this temporary material body, that is, is the state that we are meant to attain, the Jivan Mukta state. Vrindavan, which is the spiritual world, naturally awakens that that understanding of serving Krishna for his pleasure only. Vrindavan is entirely made for Krishna's pleasure. Vrindavan is not made for, for our pleasure. In Vrindavan, Krishna is the center. And he is gorgeously worshipped and gorgeously remembered. And uh, there are devotees who go around Govardhan, Flat Dandavat Parikrama, uh, worshipping the Lord in this way. There are devotees who are just chanting and chanting and chanting lakhs of names. There are devotees who are chanting all night. Uh, there are whole villages which are going on Parikrama uh, around Vrindavan. Uh, there are the temples where the Lord is being worshipped in, in great opulence and pomp and where, uh, where the Goswamis are making special arrangements for the pleasure of the Lord. That is Vrindavan. There are the Bhagavatam is recited. There are 
there are Sanskrit schools where the Bhagavad Song is being studied. Huh? When I resided there in Vrindavan, every day I could hear how the students of the Sanskrit school were chanting the verses, the verses of Srimad Bhagavatam. It was very, very nice. Chamadiasya yatum yatitaratus chati sahityasura tene brahmaida yadika vimunam tias durya tejo varimedam yatavimayo yatapusargamisu damnasvena tadanistakurkam satyam param vimahi and continue verses of Srimad Bhagavatam. So, Vrindavan is the place of glorifying Krishna. Vrindavan is the place of hearing about Krishna. Vrindavan is the place of remembering Krishna. Sravanam Kirtanam Svanana. So, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu explained how he wanted to to do many things there in Vrindavan, to preach Krishna consciousness. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Uh, he wanted to do many things to preach Krishna consciousness from Vrindavan. And of course, Mayapur is no different from, from Vrindavan. So these activities should go on and uh, Definitely, um, in Mayapur, uh, there should be uh, there should be kirtan somehow or other uh, emanating all over the world. Uh, there should be uh, reading from scripture, and that should be everywhere where devotees are. Sravanam, uh, kirtanam, svaranam, and then the dham helps us to develop that consciousness that we are actually eternal residents of the spiritual world um, and that we are only here in this material world like tourists and that there's no place in this world in this world that can be called home other than the holy dawn and in this way we can appreciate how Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, desired to uh, carry on and carry out his transcendental mission by using Sanatana Goswami as an instrument. And behind Sanatana Goswami, so many other acharyas came and carried forward. And they were all assisted by many, uh, by many devotees, just as we are now all assisting Srila Prabhupada in his, his mission to somehow or other spread this Krishna consciousness everywhere through book distribution, through Harinam uh, Sankirtan, through discussions on Srimad Bhagavatam opening temples, by holding great festivals, by prasadam distribution. Didn't Prabhupada say we can beat the entire world? It's very simple. One day half of the world will cook and invite the other half and feed them sumptuously and the next day the second half will invite the first half and feed them sumptuously. It's very simple. We can feed the entire world. It may take some time to build up to that, but it is possible. It can be done. And that, with that vision in mind, step by step, uh, we are building, building the presence of Prasanna Prabhupada. Okay, I'll chant for a few minutes because I think in the beginning my uh, recording was bad and I'm sorry for that. It's a, 
So we're ending this episode. Uh, thank you very much. To uh, this afternoon at three o'clock Durban time, uh, I will be upstairs in the temple together with uh, 
His Holiness Bhakti Chaitanya Swami and His Holiness Ramdevinda Swami and will share a joint program for the Sunday. Um, that will also be uh, uh, available on ISKCON Durban at Mayapur TV. Uh, but I will also stream it on this channel. And uh, then Tomorrow, again, at 12 o'clock, we will uh, continue, 12 o'clock Durban time, huh? which, of course, in Europe, it goes one hour back, becomes 11 o'clock in uh, America, it would be uh, 6 a.m. in Australia, it would be... Uh, 9 p.m. Uh, a little late. I'm, uh, I'm sorry for that. But it doesn't matter. If you don't catch it live, it will anyway stay on the YouTube channel, which is Media Kadamba Kamina Swami. Uh, uh, and it will echo on Facebook, but the quality on YouTube is better. So, Go to uh, Media Kadamba Kamina Swami uh, on YouTube and you